Welcome everybody to CMC Live. This is a, a fun new program that we decided to start here at DSI. We're going to go through a lot of different things and make this real. It's the new thing out there. We are currently some somewhere in 2020, early 2020. My name is Ed Narki. I'm the founder and sort of pseudo person around regulatory affairs, CMC regulatory affairs at DSI. We have a lot of ideas here. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, we could help inspire you, help answer questions with these podcasts and, you know, breathe life into your program. Maybe we can talk after the podcast about specific things. I'm joined by Brian Leo, who I'll let introduce himself, and then Miranda Prescondola. Uh, we put this podcast together and uh, we plan to do a weekly series based on some questions that usually arise that are usually uh, without answers based on your experiences at your companies when you're, you know, your budgets and also how fast you want to go all around the uh, topics of CMC, which is the chemistry and manufacturing control of the drug development. Brian, do you have anything to add? Okay. So um, the idea for the podcast is to really showcase some of the support and the services that we offer in CMC. The majority of our clients are small to mid-sized companies and are often considered resource constraint and in need of strategic advice. And what we present is a viable option for services when you need them, as you need them. I'm responsible for operations. I've worked with DSI for over 10 years. I've been in the business for over 30 years, all of it manufacturing. And I've always taken a lot of pride in manufacturing a lot of pride in, in getting the product made and getting it done right. And over the years, just, just the exposure to things such as optimization, the challenges you face in manufacturing. And as you grow and see these different scenarios that you couldn't possibly imagine, you develop a set of skills for thinking on your feet and moving in the face of problems and, and overcoming them and then celebrating the milestones when they're achieved. So it's really been a world when I've worked on the, the West Coast, on the East Coast, for a variety of companies, both small and large. And I've known the folks at DSI, some for 25 years. And I was always impressed with the type of people associated with DSI. And I knew 10 years ago, this is where I wanted to be. This is, this is the place I will be and I will end my career at DSI. I like what they do. And that's really it in a nutshell. So my name is Miranda Paris Gondola. I am head of business development and marketing here at DSI. Uh, I came to DSI about three years ago, more on the operational side of things like document management, not necessarily operational like Brian. I actually come from the opposite end of the regulatory development. I was submitting NDAs, INDs to the agency on behalf of clients formatting, ECTD, anything that you can name on that side of things. So regulatory operations. So I come in here at, under DSI and kind of helped build up the business development and marketing side. I bring in the leads, discuss with those leads, and Brian and I work together on making sure we can meet the needs of our clients. I'd like to add here at the point of this podcast, I think is just to talk about real life experiences, decisions, tough decisions. We tend to generally deal with companies that are dealing with limited budgets for CMC, limited operations experiences, limited experiences with the FDA and regulated agencies for approvals. And um, a lot of our folks here that'll be on the show and, and in the future here have practical experiences over probably 30 years. So we've seen most everything. Not everyone has you know the same opinion, some a little bit more liberal versus conservative, but collectively we have a pretty good understanding of how to develop a drug, and especially in the chemistry manufacturing controls and the quality assurance and the regulatory submission and strategy area. I guess, uh, Miranda, maybe you want to bring some to the uh, discussion? Sure. 
A lot of uh, small emerging biotechs come to us with a specific need in mind. They have limited resources in their CMC departments, regulatory departments, or quality departments. And they come to us saying, hey, I need an SOP written, or I need somebody to review a batch record or author the CMC portions of their regulatory filings. So we're here to talk about some of those issues that our clients um, may come about and hopefully share with other potential small emerging biotechs that could relate to those issues and have some useful information at the end of this podcast to share with our industry. Okay, thanks, Miranda. All right, yeah, so one of the thoughts here is, you know, why is this topic right to talk about? Why to put out a podcast that's accessible to folks out there, you know, anytime in their car or, or whenever? Topics include some hot topics that were around for years, you know, that, you know, used to go to workshops and, and sort of conferences based on FDA meetings, questions that came out, you know, we're in the business of consulting here. However, the, you know, the interest on my part here was to, you know, be able to distribute this thing anywhere in regards to like a podcast. So it's, the certain topics will appeal to certain types of people and, and, and people with certain areas of questions and certain times in development. So, you know, we, we're trying to build this a little bit, a little pieces here for everyone, We'll cover a lot of materials. You know, we have some great expertise and just experiences to bring along. I think the audiences that benefit would be um, smaller emerging companies with one product in development. You know, again, fast track uh, timelines, limited budgets, folks that don't have access to a full staff, don't have access to talk to the agencies on a daily basis. So we're, you know, we're really here just to kind of share a lot of our historical experience collectively, whatever that is. We have, you know, fair amount of success in the last 15 years as, as a company here. And I think, you know, that's part of the, I guess, the overarching reason the, we started the DSI here to to maybe provide a service that didn't exist out there, a collective deeper department, you know, versus you know one one person that's general and just kind of knows a little bit about a lot of things, you know, in certain instances that that that's fine. But uh, we put together a pretty good group, you know, really kind of department um, with technical expertise kind of across the board in drug development. So I think Brian could probably pick up on this right in the moment here. But you know, besides kind of leaving a deliverable, you know, we we kind of want to share, you know, our knowledge. So the next program that's out there that's facing issue is not going to you know have a roadblock or have a stop or based on something that's probably correctable. Quality and, and the compliance things are certainly probably the only things you can really control in our business if you, you know, you set your mind to it and you actually have a plan. So, you know, we try to put our best foot forward here. And most of, if not all of the folks here at DSI, you know, have worked in manufacturing in, in some form, whether it's been the process portion, the analytical, the regulatory you know, managing small, small labs or groups. So, you know, we've all felt the pain points and the pinch points of um, you know, having something go wrong. So collectively, I think we, we can pull a lot of our knowledge and really share, you know, a lot of our success stories. And, you know, we're always open for talking after this. These podcasts are kind of a way to make us kind of aware to more folks that, you know, don't know what CMC is, uh, quality assurance or regulatory. And um, Brian, maybe you can kind of share because you, you have a lot of the operational experiences here. No, I think you make a good point. I think one of the things to consider in these podcasts going forward is we're not just going to talk about the regulations as they're written. It really does not take a lot of ability to just read the regulations. They're, they're meant to be left to interpretation at times. So what we can do and we will do is we'll share those experiences that we've had with clients, small clients, mid-sized clients, but some of the hurdles that we faced and helping them get through and meet their objectives. I can say that in the 15 years we've been doing this, there has not been one cookie cutter solution that fits all. There are variables, there are situations, there are potential issues technically that we have to develop sound arguments and positions on. And as Ed had mentioned, the fact that our consultants 
have the experience to do the work, not just in a review capacity, but actually do the authoring, defend the science. It's that type of advice that makes a podcast like this important. And when you look at, you need to be willing to share both sides of the curtain. Everything is wonderful. These are all the wonderful submissions we worked on to get them approved. But however, these were the hurdles, the times where you had to jump through hoops far exceeding what the original scope was and how did you do it with minimal resources. That's the type of experience that we can bring that makes this sort of podcast helpful. Yeah, so we're we're here, you know, we're we're here to, to basically trade ideas with each other, you know, learn from each other also from some of our recent experiences, also some historical experiences. We do a lot of research here, you know, follow a lot of the trends and flows of the guidances, talk to a lot of reviewers at the agencies and also some of the you know, Miranda can pick up on this in a moment. But you know, she she's hears a lot of the concerns out there, some of the questions that you know usually aren't answered by your one off consultant or you know, there's no guidance around. So we'll make interpretations and analyze some of those type of things, provide some loose case studies. So, you know, that's it's kind of where it's at. Uh, Miranda, I think I think you were t- we were talking about something. Uh... Yeah, we were talking a little bit before about why we are doing this podcast, what we might speak about. So the ultimate goal of the podcast is just to be very informative to our clients and potential prospects as well. So as Ed mentioned, we have a Ask the Expert feature on our website that a lot of people go there and ask some questions that are very interpretable for the guidelines and guidances. And we try to answer them in a way that it will guide them in the right direction and make sure that they cover their bases if they are trying to go and do something that might be a little interpretable. So we plan to maybe share some of those, a lot of the industry insights that we're currently experiencing as far as you know supply chain issues due to pandemics or maybe other issues that are going on in the world today. And hopefully it will bring light to the situation and be informative to clients. Yeah. So Brian, we were talking last week, there's, you know, we, we seem to get a lot of the same types of concerns or we see recurring issues. And you know, I think we've become pretty good doing this for, you know, 14 years as a company now. And, um, you know, just as a preview, you know, we have a few ideas coming up and one of them is going to revolve around just general questions that you get, you know, when you're looking to go into a phase three study and declaring where you're going to you know, establish your starting materials and, and the, the types of compliance that you'll need around that and the sourcing, you know, does it, make a difference if it comes from Asia, for example, versus uh, Europe or US. So we'll be discussing that in in the upcoming episode here, maybe with some of our API folks who have multiple years of doing this and have dealt with it. Another uh, hot topic all the time is regulatory submissions. I think we'll have a podcast probably upcoming here shortly on type of content that goes into some of these things, the level of information, you know, too much information versus not enough information, maybe some free advice on, you know, how to leave yourself an out, you know, how to, how to answer questions that, you know, might be coming, how to deal with certain, you know, issues that you're just going to have to deal with missing information. Brian can probably speak volumes on that and I can let you go, but <laughs> I think we'll save it for, for a future episode. I can come up with a few other ones. Maybe, Brian, you want to share some of your thoughts on we, we talked internally? Sure. A couple areas that we'd want to consider to touch on that we find common with clients and requests is uh, quality assurance controls. Are they appropriate for the phase of your product? Uh, how do we develop them? How are they useful? Why are they required? As Ed had mentioned, um, regulatory starting materials. How are they qualified? When are they needed? The timing of validation. I have a, a product that isn't made very often. How do I get the most use out of the few batches that my company can make within a year and and what can I call them and 
what is the timing for that sort of thing. So it, it runs the gamut. And one of the areas that's really important and we might want to touch on it is, is the, the gap analysis. How we, you look at your program and is it ready for that next step? That company milestone's there, but are you ready for it? And what are some of the pitfalls that can cost you time and money? Whether it's qualifying a method that's relevant to what you're doing or it's the development. Is it fully developed? Is the product characterized? It all depends on where you're going. But I think a gap assessment of a program for your particular milestone is always important to align your own troops. And, uh, and that's something that we do quite a bit. And the circumstances are always different. You know, I, I would encourage folks to, to listen to this and also get, you know, keep following along with us as we get better at doing this. And as we bring in, you know, more technical person area, you know, to a person that really has a technical subject matter expert situation. You know, Brian, and I, I have regulatory and a process chemistry background from a large CMO and uh, some big pharmas and small biotechs. Brian, drug product, you know, like we are... We can oversee a lot of stuff these days, but we have some really good individuals that we'll have in future episodes that are really, you know, they can get really underneath what they do every day and have done for 30 years. Um, some of the probably industry finest um, from experience. And, you know, we, Tony or Brian or, or Miranda or I would never pretend that we're an expert, you know, as they are, but we could certainly prompt some questions and really get them to kind of share some of their exposure which, you know, again, we're trying to capture it here for anyone, you know, whether it's next week or two years from now, to be able to access that information and, you know, kind of get the, get the sense of who these people are. Okay, for now, thanks for listening to CMC Live. That's a wrap. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.